Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm working at- An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver-area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. And happy party Friday, everybody. Welcome to The Chuck and Julie Show. Julie Hayden, Chuck Bonniewell here. The truth straight up. Chuck is on his way. I think he would like me to tell you that he was at an extremely important legal meeting but that's not the case. Chuck was actually at an emergency golf lesson. He went to the simulator yesterday and was immediately was discouraged about his efforts. So he booked an emergency golf lesson, and that's what he's been doing. So hopefully it helped and it'll put him in a good mood. We'll find out. Um, hey, a lot. The show brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Chinese Medicine and Acupuncture, and Dr. Jack Schaefer, along with HappyTrees.co and also Denver Cenogenics and Dr. Julie McCallan. We've got Robert Spencer coming on in a second here, um, and also, at the bottom of the hour, Carl Honiger, he's a local political commentator. Want to bring you up to speed on essentially some gun grabbing laws that the city of Broomfield is attempting to pass. And it's the kind of thing I think that, given the extremely progressive legislature we're facing, I think we're going to see a lot more of this kind of stuff. So I want to talk to him about that. And like I said, Chuck is moments away. We've got Robert Spencer on with us, an international expert, also with Jihad Watch, and wanted to talk to him about a couple of things China and then also some World Cup soccer things. But first off, Robert, hey, thank you. Welcome to Party Friday. Good to see you. Thank you. Why don't we, one of the things I've noticed is it's really tricky to try to get in. It's, it's like Ukraine, right? Trying to get information about China just kind of depends on, here comes Chuck, kind of depends on who you read, what you read. I mean, it seems like a big deal, but then the Biden administration is like, oh, it's nothing, nothing. Um, So Check we got Robert Spencer here. Excellent. Chuck Excellent. still has his golf glove on, as a matter uh, of fact. You need that for a podcast. I told them you had an emergency golf lesson. But anyway, Robert, why don't you explain sort of what is the latest in China and, and what's going on? Well, there is there is a huge uprising. Whether or not it will succeed is another matter. But we haven't seen footage like this out of China since 1989. And the Tiananmen Square massacre and everything that happened after that. And that's probably what we're going to see again if we see anything this time. But there's no doubt that there is massive discontent among the Chinese for the government, largely revolving around the COVID restrictions. And they have had enough. They're standing up everywhere in the country. And so it's something that the Biden administration ought to be getting behind, except that, of course, there's so much evidence that they're in the hip pocket of the People's Republic. And right. so obviously that's why they're downplaying it. Right. They don't want the boss to get mad at them. And the boss is the one who's in trouble here. Well, let me back up and, and ask a few kind of underlying questions. One is, what, why does China so insistent on this zero COVID thing anyway? I mean, everybody else in the world has kind of recognized, okay, there, there's never going to be zero COVID transmission. And actually, it doesn't even really matter if there isn't because... It'll, it'll vary. You'll get a new one. And yeah. you, you don't build up any immunities. And therefore, it's you're... It's like a, a cold or a good... You well, know. it's like New York City compared to Florida. I mean, they tried to lock down and they were a right. disaster and Florida... Florida was not. Sweden did well. But the Chinese seemed to learn nothing from all that and decided to. And what's going on with that, do you think? The Chinese are never going to err on the side of freedom. 
Yeah. <laughs> all about control. And so this is a government that sees something like this as an opportunity, that if they have a zero COVID policy, then they have a further excuse to be able to get into everybody's lives, to make sure that everybody is towing the line, to increase. I mean, the, the, the control there is astonishing. I'm sure you saw a few weeks ago the video of the highway and the cars are all backed up and there's a drone going along. Yeah. With a, one of those, uh, what do you call them? Those codes that you get for menus now. Like a QR code. And everybody has to scan the code and then you get a red or a green on your phone. And if you get a red, you have to go to the government office and you, who knows what happens to you then. But if you get a green, you can go. And so they use that to ensure that, to, to be able to track dissidents, to be able to ensure that everybody's staying in line to uh, stymie any kind of thing that we're seeing now. Obviously, now the whole thing, when you have a sufficient number of people, it reaches critical mass and it becomes impossible for them to control it. Uh, I think they'll crack down hard and that'll be the end of it. Well, they'll have Apple on their side. Tim Cook. Tim Cook, rather, not Tim Smith. Well, I mean, so basically it's like in our country then had nothing to do, has nothing to do with COVID at all and has everything to do about control. Yeah, exactly. What, Very much so. How can you help us understand too? Because I think in this country, obviously, we're used to seeing protests, and whether we agree with them or not, you know, um, it doesn't matter because if they don't agree with them, you're in a jail without bail. Well, yeah, exactly. We're becoming more like China, but I mean, what kind of risk and and uh, potential repercussions are are the people there taking? Oh, they're risking their lives. This is like Iran; they're taking their lives in their hands. You go against the People's Republic. You could end up in the gulag and that's it. You'll never be seen again. And so they know that it's all on the line for them now. But when you have a totalitarian regime, you don't really have any other kind of recourse. Right. People have to rise up and overthrow the regime. Or if they fail, then they're going to die. And so it's, it's an extraordinary manifestation of courage that people are rising up at all. What and it is to me, it's extraordinary amount of cowardice on the part of our country and other countries around the world who rely on China for basically everything anymore. And China knows that that we're not doing more, right? I mean, free Ukraine, right? I mean, we're all over the place, all over that. And by the way, Zelensky just banned the Ukrainian Orthodox Church today, as well as the media. I mean, we're all over that, but you've got you know millions and millions and millions of billions of people in China, and we're like, oh, good luck, guys. Good luck with that. You know, your regime's going to kill you. I mean, I don't. Well, that does. That does embarrass uh, people like Klaus Schwab that he's that he's gets Tim up and uh, well, but Klaus in particular is his admiration of the entire Chinese system and and you then the, it right there, yeah, they want to make the whole world over in the Chinese model, and so they have everything invested in the People's Republic. They can't let the People's Republic fall, right. and I think it would be an extraordinary. I mean, it would be world historical anyway, but it would be even greater thing if the People's Republic did fall, because then the whole Western establishment, mm-hmm. the the socialist internationalist establishment that is increasingly running our lives and ruining the country would be absolutely staggered and right. may fall itself. And so uh, I'm certainly rooting for the people in China, uh, well, but yeah. the I odds mean- are extraordinary against them. 
when you say so that they fall, so what I mean, a lot of times you see like in, in Iran and places like this, there's sort of somebody waiting in the wings to take over, right? And it kind of depends well, on will the military go with the people no, or no. And so Ch- I mean China's had a history of, of empires. An yeah. empire long united disintegrates, or the yeah, empire yeah. the empire long um long uh, dis disunited unites. But there's no years, uh, opposition yeah. in China or in Iran. Right. Okay. Right. And so they actually have somebody, the Shah of Iran's son, could step in and he would probably gain the support of a lo- large majority of the population, at least temporarily. Right. And so they actually have an alternative that they could turn to should the protests succeed. But in China, it's there's nobody. They would have to rely on people who are in the regime already or uh people who have been who've been in the prisons it would just be a big mess well, okay. it, it'd be well, chaos well, it'd be I mean, chaos for a while and that's in part why after Tiananmen square the chinese became even more repressive they said no we we can't have we know what happens when it all falls apart and it isn't pretty it isn't freedom too much it's anarchy well, and look what it and, would do the and, rest of the world right well, it's, I mean, but even in china itself you have right. separate armies battling each other and i mean it's when, when a regime dies in china it's usually a pretty ugly death yes no doubt well, what so what so china i mean I, I was reading today they're cracking down on all of the social media and that has you know in the way of social media you crack down on one and then another one pops up it's you know it's it's like the whack-a-mole kind of thing and um so pictures are coming out how much of this do you think china is going to take are they hoping it's just going to go away because like you said the people having gone this far man you've kind of got you're you're really in a bad spot if you just say oh well i guess we're going to go home now right well, i mean you don't have any guns yeah i mean, don't have any guns. well yeah really but yeah, so they're determined to crush it they're not just hoping they're going to it's going to go away they're going to stamp right. it all out like somebody standing next to an anthill and every ant that comes out, he stomps his foot. Yeah. They're, they're going to use utmost the utmost force. They don't have any compunction about doing that. And they know that there are no repercussions for doing that because it's not a regime that's based on laws. It's just based on raw power to start with and terrorizing the population into submission. They will not hesitate. And when you say the utmost, are you talking about killing people? Are you talking about imprisoning yeah. people, all of killing the above? Millions of people. No, 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 they wouldn't hesitate for a second. And then they know that the other people will be too frightened to rise up. You know, I remember, you know, we've had people on the uh, from the Epoch Times on and they always say there's something that the Americans don't get about China. And that is that there is no concern there about PR, about public perception or really even about world perception. It is, as you said, they don't care. Right. Right. Well, they, they, care, they care a little, well, but compared to the alternative, which is what they view as chaos, they'll do anything. Well, also, they don't care also because they own so much of the West. Yes, and yes. they know that if they did that, and if millions of people are being killed in China, the New York Times and the Washington Post and CNN are still not going to report it. And oh, no. well, they'll, they'll invite them on a forum with that F- SBF guy, right? Yeah, the the right, crypto right. guy. They'll get to go to forums with them and talk about how wonderful they're they're the Bahamas. Well, and you're right. I mean, I was reading, but in China now, and we talked about this on the show before. Um, so they, uh, you know, we're all supposed to be applauding the Green New World, the Green New Deal, and China owns the mining rights to like 70% already of all the rare minerals in the earth. They now are buying the, they own the majority rights of the only lithium, well, farmland, but the only lithium that we have in the United States and Nevada, they now control. I mean, they control, it's like you said, they control 
um, everything. And it makes it, and I mean, what, you know, I mean, look at the shipping container mess, all of that. Apple, like I said, there's a reason Tim uh, Cook is like not even answering questions about China, no. you know. And- well, let's go to a non-political thing, the World Cup. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing how all the world's troubles seem to follow them there to Qatar. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, the one I didn't at first get, I mean, Belgium, which was a favorite to, to win in a older European team lost and there are riots in Belgium and the Netherlands. I mean, why the Netherlands? I mean, what, what do they care if Belgium loses? No, it was the Moroccans in Belgium and in the Netherlands who were rioting because their team won and they hate their home <laughs> country. So why not burn the place? That was a, that was a wonderful, uh, example of what happens when you bring mass numbers of migrants in without insisting on assimilation without expecting them to adopt the culture of their new land and so these are muslims also and islam teaches contempt for infidel governing systems and the rule of anything besides the law of allah so these people have grown up even if they're born in belgium or the netherlands with utmost contempt for the Belgian or, or or Dutch government and people. And so, of course, they're celebrating. And, you know, it just shows that the European Union has been suicidally stupid and willfully ignorant in ignoring all these aspects of Islam and branding anybody who talks about them as Islamophobic and racist and bigoted when they should have been recognizing that this kind of thing was inevitable. Right. It was going to happen sooner or later. And well, the best best part is is uh, the Dutch government did respond by taking all the farms away from the farmers for the green agenda. <laughs> <laughs> well, That'll show them. Well, you they know, there is. Because China owns them, too. And the whole exactly. green agenda is just to advance the Chinese economic hegemony. And so the Dutch actually, people don't know this, but the the Netherlands has been second only to the United States in agricultural exports. And mm-hmm. so now that's the thing of the past. And the, wow. the Dutch are going to be poor and they're going to be wards of the state. And that's just what the Chinese want because they're going to replace that. Oh, wow. Well, and, and back to the World Cup, one thing, too, I was noticing is, you know, on the one hand, the United States, the people here are just so culturally arrogant, I think, right? So we are, you know, American reporters go over there and they wear their gay pride shirts and then they're shocked and stunned. And, you know, and then, you know, they they're insulted when people, when, you know, women have to wear a head. Everything. I mean, we just it, it's funny to me that on the one hand, when it serves them politically or when it serves the wokeism, it's like we love Qatar, then we hate Qatar, then we love Saudi Arabia, then we hate Saudi Arabia, and we have absolutely no idea what those people believe in, and nor do we, it seems like, actually really care no, that they are, care, well, I mean, or, you know, somehow we think nice. if we're just, if we're just chummy with them, they're going to all of a sudden just, you know, all of a sudden say, okay, I guess you can wear your gay pride shirt, but that's not going to happen. We really love gay pride people. Yeah. We see for 20 years, they've been telling us the same American intelligentsia, that Islam is a religion of peace, that Islamic law is completely compatible with Western secular models of society and governance, and people like Spencer are racist, bigoted Islamophobes. And me, I've been warning for 20 years that Mm -hmm. Islam teaches exactly the kinds of things we've been seeing in Qatar. (laughs) They don't have any, (coughs) excuse me, don't have any tolerance for this LGBTQ business. They don't have any interest in indulging that or in indulging 
the uh, the the alcohol and the beer. Right, yeah, no, beer, there's a beer ban. Well, that's they a- demand the hegemony of their own system. And, uh, you know, I could have told you that. I've been telling you that for 20 years. And so this is the the encounter of the Western intelligentsia with the falsity of its own lies. This is the Western elites meeting their own fictions and finding out that they're fiction when they've been believing them. And so it's really funny, you know, Johnny Infantino, the head of FIFA, the the soccer association, he said, I couldn't believe it. I was laughing. He made this, uh, he's giving this speech at the beginning of the games. And he said, I feel Qatari. I feel gay. <laughs> and what he's meaning, of course, is you know, it's he's not, saying these are gonna be diverse and inclusive games. Of, of everybody. Well, don't have any interest in that. They were never gonna have diverse and inclusive games. And no. so now Johnny Infantino is totally shocked because he <laughs> believed his own lies and his own nonsense about this. Well, and then people, to me, what is astonishing is they get all mad at Qatar, and I'm like, well, get mad at the soccer people. Like you said, it's mm-hmm. it's not like anyone should have been surprised. Well, I guess I was reading a well, thing. Well, Budweiser was surprised. Was surprised. <laughs> $75 million dollars for the official beer, and they, they can't sell it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, well, call up the soccer people and say, what were you? Because on the one hand, now we hate live golf, right? Because there was Saudi Arabia, but somehow it's okay that that we can have the world soccer thing there. And then, you know, then you read what I was reading. 500 people died building the stadium. Well, how many people died building uh, the Empire State Building? Yeah, people die building anything. It's like on the one hand, we pretend like. slave labor, though. But like, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I mean. That's allowed in Islam. Yeah. So, of course, the workers were mistreated because yeah. they were slaves and right. slaves don't have any rights and slavery is acceptable in Islam. Anybody could have seen all of this coming. So why did FIFA pick Qatar? Because they did not believe any of this. The no. West has been the, 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 uh, the establishment media has been telling us all these years that anybody who thinks there's anything to be concerned about in Islamic law is a bad guy. Right. And so, OK, now we're seeing it. There right. it is. It wasn't me who made Cutter the way it is. It's been that way. <laughs> no, you did it. You should have called Robert, that. you did it. You did it. You made Cutter the way it is. You know. We know. Teams that wanted to wear the gay flag in their jersey, and then they're like, no, that's not a good idea either. And and there's a part of me that also just says, why be so insulting to the country, too? It's like like you said, you should know this. It'd be like yeah. if they came here and did something. It's like well, I think there's a phrase for that. Run in Rome. Run do right. the Romans do. Or they throw you off the top of the building. Right. <laughs> they're just being what they've always been. Nobody should have been surprised. Right. Do you think, well, this is a silly question. Do you think that they will learn, that anyone will learn from this? No. 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 I I haven't even seen anybody even drawing the obvious conclusions. Uh, People are all upset with Qatar as if Qatar has somehow reneged on some deal they made. Qatar Mm -hmm. never made a deal. (laughs) It only made a deal to host the games. Right. should have recognized that they were going to host the games within their own culture and purview. And so uh, everybody's upset with Cutter. Cutter didn't do anything wrong. Cutter well, just. Everybody's expecting at, at a minimum. Well, they do the 1936 
Berlin Olympics, where at least for the obvious part, you know, they, they didn't quite. They let people have beer. They let people have beer <laughs> and stuff. But, I but think they, they, they kept it under the, the Nazi period. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it is kind of ridiculous. And, and I, you know, I think it is, the, again, the delusion of the uh, the elite intelligentsia, as you say, who they just think, well, their wokeness will just permeate everyone. Yeah. And then everyone will suddenly, you know, shed all their... We'll start their sexually m- mutilate their children. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, well, and it is like one thing, too, to be concerned about is that th- these like you said, and we've talked about this before in Islam, there's not, it's not wishy-washy, right? It's not like, well, I mean, for the most part, it's not like, you know, that's okay. We, you know, we're going to like the Catholic church, right? It's like all of a sudden abortion's okay in the Catholic church. Gay marriage is okay in the Catholic church. And um, Islam is- Only only the Christian religion is the only problem of the Catholic church these days. They've got to jettison that. They got to let that old time seeking go. (laughs) They got to modernize and and get the- yeah, Islam never has to modernize. Never, yeah, yeah, never yeah. talks about that. Right. Well, nor do they have any intention, right? They don't feel like somehow they need to bow to the Western wokeness, do they? Oh, no, not at all. And that's actually why it's gaining converts in the West, because a lot of people think here at last is somebody who actually stands for something that's not just like everything else and is not going with the prevailing winds, while all the churches are just a- a vying with one another to see who can echo the Democrat Party platform more right. faithfully. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, back to kind of turning around back to China, because I think a similar thing is going on there, too, where the what we all think in the West, and I don't think we, but, you know, that our wokeness will permeate China. I mean, how does the Biden administration think this is going to end? I mean, are they just what kind Additional of like payments to the big man. Yeah, Additional yeah, yeah. 10% to the big man. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've got it down. Yes. They got it After down. After all. He's standing with them. He's being loyal. Right. He needs to get his reward. Yes. But I mean, it could turn, like, as you said, it's like, will the West, you think, I mean, we intervened in Ukraine because, you know, Russia was going to invade. And here you've got China, as you said, poised to literally kill millions of people, imprison millions of people. That's going to be put live on TV in some way, shape. Well, at least it'll be in social media um, and in Twitter now, thanks to Elon Musk. And I mean, do you think they have, again, we can look at Afghanistan, so the obvious answer is probably no, but do you think they have any plan or is anyone even talking about what can or should we do here at all? Or is there anything even? If there's any plan in Washington to deal with what's going on in China, it's only about how we can help the People's Republic stay in power. Okay. Just like the same people in Washington are working on how they can keep the mullahs in power in Iran. Both, yeah. both, and and, and, and keep, keep in those, those democratically free Ukrainians. Keep them going. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the free speech in Ukraine. Um, how much then? Let me just a couple more questions. The role of social media, though, because you, like you said, in 1989, there there are that that one image, right? But this is a little bit of a different time, even in China, yeah. even though they try to censor. How much of a difference do you think that will make, if any? I think ultimately, it will be a decisive difference. That is, in the long run. I don't think the People's Republic or the Islamic Republic are going to survive. But are they going to fall within the next year? That I don't know. But mm-hmm. now it's so hard, much more difficult to keep a lid on information. And we've seen that with Iran. 
particularly because it's been going on longer there than in China, that Iran shut down the internet and limited every, everybody's access and the videos just keep coming. Right. And so uh, there's tremendous hope, I think, that ultimately this totalitarian agenda will be defeated by means of getting the word out away from the approved censors. Right. Well, and again, and replaced by what, of course, is always the well, the world, the new liberal world order. <laughs> oh, never, uh, <laughs> Iran might be great. China, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I, I mean, from the way you're talking, um, and I suspect you're right as usual. Um, it's going to become increasingly difficult for the West to pretend, and for the Tim Cooks of the world, and you know, the Klaus Schwabs of the world to pretend that everything's hunky dory in China, no, and we all not. should emulate no, them. Not. Well, maybe not. I guess you're right. Hunter Biden laptop story is false. So, yeah, yeah. Russian disinformation. Yeah. And also, you know, you look at look at some of these other things, and these are not conspiracy theories. There's Joe Biden's daughter's diary. Oh, yeah, yeah. How uncomfortable she was as a kid having to take showers with her dad. Like, yeah. A father and daughter taking showers together and he's president of the United States and nobody says a word about it. No. And the diary's authenticated. As a matter of fact, the FBI, remember, raided Project Veritas because they were it. trying to find the diary to protect Joe. But right. it ultimately it didn't matter because it came out and the establishment media completely stonewalled it. And so it doesn't right. exist. And so that's the kind of thing that they are hoping will maintain them in power in the U.S., in China, in Iran, across the board. Well, and that's why they're cracking down so hard on Elon Musk, right? And and oh, that's yeah. why, you know, I mean, and, you know, I was laughing, though, when when um, Musk was saying that Apple was threatening to pull him off the app because I thought the liberals, I mean, if it goes from the app, it goes from the app for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the liberals would freak out if that happened, too. I thought they're not going to pull Twitter off of an app. I mean, I mean, yes, it'll kill Twitter, but it'll kill all of those liberals um, and their ability to scream and tell us what to do, too. Um, well, Robert, just about any final thoughts? I mean, on, uh, any uh, any great hopeful thoughts? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah look, uh, the, just the fact that we're having this conversation is hopeful, that we are aware that there is all this business going on. When in 1989, as you noted, there was just that one photograph and the whole movement was extinguished and we didn't hear a thing. Right. And so now we're in so much better position. It's a dangerous position. It's a precarious position. The It looks as if the U.S. government is on board with this international authoritarian agenda, but we're aware of it. And the awareness is the first step to changing. All right. Absolutely agree. Hey, sir, thank you for your thank time. Thank you, Robert. We, we love having it. you on. We love having you Always on. Thank fun. You. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, See you later. All right. See you later there. We've had, you know, tons of great. Oh, he's just amazing. And and he explains it. And everybody loves you as as, uh, as, me. No, 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 (laughs) Leo says Spencer is always great. Thanks for the visit. (laughs) Um, I mean, there's been a ton of, um, you know, this was from Jacob. Um, Biden is profiteering from Ukraine and China. What would happen if the citizens of China destroyed the apple plant? What would Tim Cook say then? (laughs) He'd be like, we love the people there. Um, Okay. Oh, they talked about all the other projects, but I think what I was talking about with the people who died, though, is is like Robert said, these were it was slave labor, right? One of the reasons they died is like no one cared. I think you know they, there have been stories coming out about the mistreatment, and of course, you know, because the the elite don't like it, um, you know, and supported soccer and all of that, you know, you don't hear very much about it. So, uh, well, it's gonna. What do you? I mean, before we got Carl Honiger coming up at three thirty, um, 
And actually, you look at what's going on in China, and I've been seeing all these people tweeting about, you know, this is why you need a Second Amendment, right? Mm. Well, the city of Broomfield is um, pushing hard yeah, um, yeah. to enact more gun laws. Colorado is a weird state. I think last no. year, some leg- well legislation passed in that the state doesn't, it allows the, the cities mm-hmm. to all have their own um, gun control ordinances, right? So you have this weird hodgepodge. Well, that's where they made it, though. Right. Well, exactly. And I, and I think what we're seeing in Broomfield, I think we're going to start seeing at a state level as well. So I don't know. Um, well, he's coming on at 3.30. So Thomas, let us know if you see him. If not, if you see him run, running around the studio. That's right. And I don't know. So Elon Musk was talking about it, and I haven't seen anything yet. He was going to um, talk about publishing what really happened to the Hunter Biden laptop suppression story. Uh, um Oh, okay. He was going to start live tweeting. As always, it's late. I was like, um, what he's saying is they were going to publish it live at Twitter at um, three o'clock Denver time. He said they're double checking some facts. So it'll probably start live tweeting in about 40 minutes. And then Charlie Cook says, let me guess, it includes Biden sniffing something. (laughs) (laughs) I think, though, what we've been hearing in dribbles and drabs is, and this is all, again, it goes to why they hate Elon Musk so much, why they hate Trump so much, is that the level of collusion between big tech, between the um, ballot harvesting, between the uh, information suppression. I mean, apparently Facebook and um, the Twitter people and the Google people were meeting almost weekly with the FBI and some of the people in the Justice Department and things like that, right? And we now see that Google um, hands over um, search information sure. and, and, and data, I guess, data information to the Justice Department, right? I mean, there was a time and you needed a warrant for that. So it's all. Uh, it's unbelievable. Well, it's, it is unbelievable. Um, okay, and we have Carl. I see you're here. He's here. He's, He's here. here. They brought him back from the green room. There we go. Yeah, from the green room. Carl, hey, welcome to the Chuck and Julie <laughs> show again. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks for letting me come on. You know, we were talking previously with Robert Spencer from Jihad Watch about China and what's going on there. And I, you know, was saying on Twitter, people were noting if ever there was an argument for Second Amendment, what we're seeing with the people being forced into Quonset huts and gulags and things like that in China explains it. But why don't you talk about what's going on in Broomfield? The great great city and county county. of Broomfield, (laughs) California, right? Yeah, <laughs> they exactly. they want to exactly. be like San Diego or San Francisco, but that's right. Um, Maybe open. I was actually watching a video on uh, San Diego. They banned so-called ghost guns, which are just um, firearms that were manufactured after 1968, don't have a serial number on them. So they're either manufactured privately or someone manufactured them and sold them to someone else. Um, so they're just guns, um, but they use the term ghost bad. guns because it sounds scary, guns. right? So, right. so the the media ladies reporting, oh wow, San Diego, so they're leading the way. And so, um, in the city council meeting on Tuesday night, everything that was discussed uh, was all talked in terms of like leading the way. So they're not actually legislating for just Broomfield, the Broomfield residents. They ignore the Broomfield residents. It was very much three to one at least opposed. Um, they also limited the time that we were allowed to speak to 90 minutes total. So they allowed oh. like the three minutes you normally get. And then they're like, okay, after so many people, you're going to have like two minutes per person and then one minute per person. Um, so they didn't get the full input either from 
residents on this first I'm reading. I'm sure they got more reading. than they wanted. Well, yeah. Well, oh, so some of these, why don't you- They didn't even listen. <laughs> go through some of the proposals. What they want to do is what? They want to eliminate um, concealed carry. They want to eliminate open carry um, in certain places. They want to, like you say, ban these ghost guns. They want to put in a 10-day waiting period. Um, they, I mean, they have a whole slew of, uh, and then I submit that's just that's just a prerequisite to grabbing the guns. I mean, it always is, right? And, and yeah. I mean, and, and as, even as the people, from what I gather, the people of Broomfield are pointing out, hey, if I have a gun store or a business like that in Broomfield, um, and somebody has to wait 10 days before they can buy a gun, they're just going to go buy a gun in Westminster or something like that. Of course, they're going to try to spread this. But, but is that the gist of some of the laws that they're talking about? Yeah. And so that's why it comes down to they're trying to get state action to say, hey, we know, you know, people aren't obeying these laws. They're not being enforced. We can't enforce them because Westminster is just, you know, a mile and a half away from this Broomfield pawn shop. And so the owner showed up and was like, hey, this is a big deal of what I do um, as part of our business and providing all this sales tax to you guys. Why are you going to shut us down in terms of all that sales tax revenue coming in by just saying that um, it's it's not an or. So it's not um, in terms of requirements to buy in a farm in Broomfield. It will be you both have to wait 10 days, but that 10-day waiting period is only after you have um, completed at some point in the past 10 years some kind of training requirement. So getting your CCW permit, which 3,300 Brimfield residents have, huh? um, doesn't actually count. So you can get your CCW permit. You can go through all the fingerprinting. You can meet those requirements for education. and But that doesn't count. So now then they're going to create these whole other laws of, well, you got to complete this kind of training. And then let's say you are um, a SEAL sniper, right? right? Let's say you're a SEAL guy. You shot Bin Laden. But oops. It's been more than 10 years. You got to do your training or you can't buy a weapon. And And then you got to wait 10 days, right? It's not like. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, and I think, you know, and and so obviously it it always annoys me when city councils who are elected by the people to speak up for the people, tell the people they don't want to hear from them, right? It's like, if you want to hold this kind of controversial meeting, you know, proposal, then you need to let everybody talk. They don't want to. No, well, they don't care. I think. They don't care. So the way I understand it there's about like nine different proposals um they only got through the first batch of them on the first reading but the second that there's a meeting in january where there is a second reading where it would go into law right and then they were going to do finish up the other ones too right um so it's actually that because this is a regional thing and you've probably discussed some about how other like erie and boulder right Mm -hmm. um they're part of the same regional imagine like basically their pretend job is city council or the mayor of Brimfield, right? But their real job is an activist. And so they're as an activist working with other people on the sidelines. And so that's where you see they dropped a couple things. So they dropped the assault weapons ban. They dropped the um, total ban on um, concealed carry because there is a push to make concealed carry illegal if you were to like go into a church kind of thing where basically the church would have to actually like make sure that they give permission to every single person to first have the person identify then give them written permission that they could then bring their concealed carry 
So they realized that those two things specifically were definitely going to be a losing lawsuit. And so the rest of it, they actually um, are still going to have a lawsuit probably right. um, for most of it. But the thing is that they think that they can make some leeway or they can kind of advance the agenda by using our taxpayer money. And so we, we have actually some very specific dollar amounts in that because they were concerned about that. It's $250,000 is our minimum um, <clears throat> amount that will go out before our insurance kicks in. I don't know how you get insurance for lawsuits as a county, yeah. but um, of course, I can only imagine our insurance is going to go up after we <laughs> use oh, it all the time. So you're but... going to pay more for the yeah. city council to take away more of your rights. Well, then I think you hit it on the head. We saw this happen in Westminster when they were going to get rid of, basically the city was going to take over the garbage collection, right? And everybody was uh-huh. only going to get one little garbage can. And it was part of this whole city council activist, right? And it was a regional thing that they were pushing. And I think you're right, because am I, as I understand it, Colorado is one of the few states that allows all of the individual local municipalities, governments, whatever, to have their own gun law. So you have this bizarre you know, collection and patchwork. But I think in the end, I think it's going to be so they can turn around and say to the state, which now has a completely progressive agenda, hey, you guys just take over and make guns illegal in Colorado. I mean, I think that's where they want to go with this, right? Yeah, because you're right a little bit in terms of we're not so much allowed to have our own firearm laws. We're only allowed to ratchet down, right? So each um, city and county can only ratchet and make it harder to obtain weapons. They, so they they're can't make use it that. looser. Yes. Yeah. Say, well, you know, we've got like these different cities and counties, but we really need you guys to help us out and just make this statewide. Now, the interesting thing too is um, when Broomfield wanted to have backyard chickens, they put it to the voters. And so the voters approved it. And so you had to get a license to have backyard chickens. Right. Now, Backyard chickens don't kill anybody, right? It's not a constitutional <laughs> right. <laughs> but for some reason, they decided in voting like this, they're not going to put it on the ballot, right? They could. No. But they waited till after the election. Oh. And they waited till right after Thanksgiving, right after New Year's. So January 10th is the next reading. They also, um, there's 10 city council members and the mayor is a split or uh, breaks a vote if there's a split not the case it was unanimous votes but um we do have one of our council members william lindstedt was actually elected to state house so he is resigning effective january 8th so he doesn't actually have to have a vote recorded for january 10th so it's just it's like New York style politics oh, in my backyard. Oh, you've seen Westminster. <laughs> it here too. Well, and it seems to me too, part of there, I'm wondering, it's, so from a, if you're a person who has a gun, right? And let's say you have a concealed carry permit, but every time you cross a city line, for instance, in, in Westminster, if you're driving um, north on federal, you're in Westminster. If you're driving south on federal, you're in federal heights, right? So you could yeah. literally just go to McDonald's and come back and you could be violating a law where you were not. I mean, it makes it, if you're a gun owner, it, incredibly confusing. And I think no, that's, that's the whole point, point of that's it. What I'm saying. The point that's is, why they is want to do it. you have no guns, right? I mean, right. I think that's of course, of course, that's what this works. Yeah, and that's actually part of why uh, it actually like gives Broomfield residents less rights than people who are outside. Because let's say you're, you're Westminster resident, you own a so-called ghost gun, uh, 
um, you just drilled it out. You bought a piece of metal that was 80% finished. You drilled it out in your garage. And so that's now officially like a part a of ghost. a gun. That's a gun, right? You can drive through Broomfield with that. But if you are a Broomfield resident and you're going home and you bring that into your home, that's when the, um, you know, mm-hmm. you're facing up to a turn to $2,650 fine. Um, you're facing up to 364 <laughs> days in jail. It's just insane. And they totally ignore this aspect because they're thinking about lawsuits. They don't care about the fact that um, the police didn't have any say in this whatsoever. Since our sheriff is not elected. Um, uh, okay. In Broomfield. The sheriff is Appointed. to whoever the, whoever the police chief is. Right. Yeah. So right. Um, there was no say whatsoever. So they didn't even bother to. Well, it's not like they're going to come out against it. Well, I mean, they're not. If you're the police chief, you can't come out against it because you're hired by the city council and the mayor, right? Or the city. Mm -hmm. I mean, so you're like you said, it's not an elected position. Well, and I think, as you said, given, I mean, what percentage of Broomfield is Democratic? Um, I think it's like twenty five percent. It's actually um like forty nine percent unaffiliated. So it's really just. It's the the way they've been able to game the system is really right. what's happened. Is they've well, been able to game the system, ten Democrats on council, unanimous vote, Democrat mayor. They do not represent these no. us. No. Well, at least they're not trying to raise your water right rates so, so they did here and then they got unelected. But as you said, I mean, these are it's it's kind of easy for the city council to go in and change the water rates, but it's gotta be difficult for them. If they pass this, you can maybe throw the bums out, so to speak, but then mm-hmm. they have to come in and undo it. I mean, and that becomes a mess in and of itself too. Well, you can take it to a vote. I mean, they, they, it will be subject to a vote if, if enough people file the petition for it. So I'm not sure that would make a difference. That is true. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not sure it makes it, whether Broomfield is well, know, and I think San like Diego you, today or not. I think like, but you <laughs> really well. I think like you said, they snuck this through, right? I mean, I think well, you said Broomfield is not San Diego, but they didn't. It's not like they had, hey guys, we're going to pass all these gun ordinances. If you want to know about it, here's some information. It's like boom, it just kind of like you said, just kind of after the election appeared, right? Yeah, because in terms of like consensus, there is the ability to. For example, oil and gas, we had in 2017, they wanted to actually amend our home rule charter. And they wanted to say that health and safety of the citizens is like primary responsibility of the city council. So they wanted to use that to kind of crack down on um, oil and gas activity. So they put it to a vote and it passed. They put ranked choice voting to a vote. It passed. Um, You know, backyard chickens, right? So they can pass whatever they want to pass. But if something is this unpopular it's very telling that they don't want to put it to a vote right like you said if they can go to the time and trouble they'll have people vote on backyard chickens which probably is not something that a lot of people were yeah. you know up in arms about one way or the other um mm-hmm. yeah certainly they could do this and they the reason as you said this is what makes me mad about these local governments is the reason they don't want to is because they know it would lose so you would well, you, think, okay. theoretically if you're the elected official and you know something would lose you should not vote for it but they don't well, they don't know what it would lose because it can still go to the vote of the people with 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 the uh, I, don't, I forget how many signatures they need to put it on the ballot. Yeah, it's not too bad in Broomfield. It's like 3,000 or something. Well, let me just yeah. a couple more questions for you, Carl, because um, we do have a Party Friday video to All play. Right. A party Friday <laughs> video to play. Um, I mean, because I know you keep an eye on things going on at the legislature as well. How bad do you think it's going to well, be? 
this session up there in terms of what they do to us? Um, yeah, because there was a lot of wrangling last year where you didn't see it in the news because a bill would just be like, hey, not this year kind of thing. Right. Too extreme. Um, so I think that they've got those in their back pocket. They're going to pull them out. And so that's actually where you're going to see specifically on firearms. Um, <clears throat> Heidi Hinkle, our council member who represents me in my ward, um, or, or pretends to represent me, um, she very <laughs> much pointed out that this legislative session, they're going to try to pass something like this. So I would say these specific ones that they think um, they're going to do okay in a lawsuit, they actually even discussed at the very end of the night whether or not they would delay implementation to like, let's say July. And then if our legislature passes like a law banning ghost guns oh, or rapid fire triggers or like then they don't have to um, deal with concealed it. carry in government um, buildings, then they can technically get away with it because it's implemented after the state passes it kind of thing. Right. So, uh, yeah. all right. Well, Carl, listen, thank you for that. And always keep us posted. I so appreciate yeah, when you stuff. reach out. Sure. Yeah. When, and when you do, when you do. And Carl also, by the way, contributes to the Glendale Terry Creek Chronicle as well. So with columns there. So, all right. So thank you. There. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Take care, Carl. That. Thank you. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. And he deserves thanks for sitting through lengthy Broomfield City Council meetings too. Ooh. So, all right. So nothing more deadly except the right. executive committee meetings. <laughs> we've got about five more minutes, but it is Party Friday. And again, we've had great comments, everybody, and maybe we'll read them here in a second. But I wanted to play you the conservative mama. Um, sh- she's brilliant. Um, um, if you don't follow her on Twitter or go to her YouTube channel, it's conservative mama. You should, because she has funny stuff out there and she has one on, um, d- the threat to our democracy. So Thomas, if we could please play the uh, conservative mama soundbite. We're going to lose our democracy. If we don't accept election results, if you accept election results, we're going to lose our democracy. We're going to lose our democracy. If you decorate for Christmas before Thanksgiving. We're going to lose our democracy if we allow free speech on Twitter. If Trump gets on Twitter, we're going to lose our democracy. We're going to lose our democracy if you don't protest against authority. If you protest against authority, we're going to lose our democracy. We're going to lose our democracy if you don't change your profile pic to what everyone else is changing their profile pic to. We're going to lose our democracy if we use paper ballots in elections. If you don't trust the mainstream media, we're going to lose our democracy. We're going to lose our democracy if you wear the color salmon. If you say salmon instead of salmon, we're going to lose our democracy. We're going to lose our democracy if we don't keep giving Ukraine money. We're going to lose our democracy if we keep eating as many Brussels sprouts as we are as a nation. We're going to lose our democracy if you don't know to put the toilet paper over instead of under on the roll when you're using the toilet paper. We're going to lose our democracy if you think Biden is old or if you think he smells people's hair too much. We're going to lose our democracy if you say caramel instead of caramel. We're going to lose our democracy if we don't take guns away from everyone. We're going to lose our democracy if we don't keep buying oil from countries that hate us. We're going to lose our democracy if you wear shorts in the middle of winter. 
conservative mama there. She's this is great. from, yeah, Charlene was saying, LOL, Leo. Leo says uh, he agrees with the toilet paper thing. I do agree I with do. that, Joe. Well, at our house, I'm the only one who does that, and I have to go around and change everything. I, maybe that's a little bit, you know, maybe I need to get some therapy on, on worrying about that. But, but I mean, it is so ridiculous, right? And we're going to lose our democracy here and there. And then in the meantime, and, and you know, they worry about that. And then in China, which granted, they're not that much. Well, they're going to lose their democracy in China. They don't care. Democracy because they question the government. But it is scary, though. I mean, you've got the, the cities in like Broomfield, they tried to do what they did in Westminster, where they mm-hmm. come up with this activist agenda. And that's it. They don't even pretend to represent the people. Um, and they get elected because, you know, we have to pay attention. And we all know that here, but we got to pay attention because the office and they enact this stuff and it's too late. And you're like, wait, what? What? I didn't know they were going to do that. And I think Carl is right. I think the legislature, because Polis was running again, and I think he told them, don't you do this to me, right? Uh-huh. Um, and now the election is over. He's, you know, until he runs for president, he's set. I, I think we're going to see a lot of stuff that they put off, you know, mm-hmm. last year. And they don't want to get it into 2024, right? So it's yeah, going to, yeah. well, yeah, not in Colorado so much anymore. Um, but, you know, t- ah, whoops, sorry. Good. I don't know what I did Good. there. That's a rev app there. Sorry, I'm sorry. That was Twitter app. Um, you know, one thing though, and because we have almost out of time, but I just want to say there is hope. We were at the Adams, there is there is the Adams County Republican Party meeting last night, yeah. and you know Chuck and I, and particularly Chuck, has been like a voice in the wilderness talking about ballot harvesting and how important it is. And the, at the meeting, like everybody but one guy, who I still think was a Democrat operative plant, was, was, was talking about ballot harvesting, and they everybody sees the need for it, and everybody was like, "It's legal. We need to be doing this." So I think. You know, it's, I was thinking about the state, it's kind of like building an ark in the desert, right? You just have to trust that the that God knows what he's doing and that, you know, if we build the ark, you know, we're going to be glad we did. And by that, I mean, just by standing up and taking over the system and, and doing the things that we know we need to do. Yeah, I mean, maybe the arc thing wasn't quite right well, there, but I mean, I have a longer it. thought on that. But we don't have time. My, my yeah, forget su- that metaphor. Very sophisticated <laughs> analysis, even with Chuck and Julian. I mean, uh, it's one thing to finally wake up, go, "Huh, that's how they win all the time," and other, and and actually, see, they're calling in right now, trying to trying to get us. Um, so it it uh, it it takes an enormous amount of money and an enormous amount of of. Uh, it's about building the art, though, we still we we, we should. Dis- building the art is expensive. So uh, we're going to get those cameras going. We got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up for us. That's it. You've so, had it. I want to thank everybody who joined us on Zoom. Um, appreciate all of the comments. Thank Carl, you. he's great. Love Robert, Robert Spencer. Love Robert Spencer and the great guys at BBS Radio. On Monday, we're going to try to get, you probably a lot have heard about the big rally down by the Republican headquarters. And and the and Neil and, Anil Mathai and some of those people. We're gonna have them on here. <laughs> and that was we'll scare all of you. That was Dave Williams calling you too. So we'll see what he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Everybody wants us. Take care, everybody. Bye bye.